Recently, we've been really serious on this show regarding all the talks surrounding the South Carolina Gamecocks during fall camp. So for today's show, I want to have a little bit of fun with the conversation we have. Let's talk about if Spencer Rattler could win the Heisman Trophy in 2022. Our Locked On Gamecocks, your daily podcast on the South Carolina Gamecocks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Gamecock Nation, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, your show for daily headlines, potential storylines, and your favorite South Carolina Gamecock sports teams. I'm your host, Andrew Lyon, and as always, thank you for making the Locked On Gamecocks podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts daily. All right. So for today's show, as I mentioned in the cold open, I want to get back into some hypothetical talk for South Carolina's 2022 football season. And today, we're going to bring the conversation back to the man who will be at the helm of the offense in 2022. We're going to talk about Spencer Rattler and his chances of winning the Heisman Trophy. Now, today's conversation is going to center around a list that was released by Bet Online just five days ago with their preseason Heisman odds. And with today's show, I'll be talking about some of the people who are listed on their watch list, where Spencer Rattler is slotted compared to some of these people, where he maybe should be slotted, because I am going to have some disagreements with the list. And then at the end of today's show, I'll talk about whether or not Spencer Rattler has a legitimate shot to win the Heisman Trophy, and if so, what he would have to do in order to make it happen. So, Let's go on ahead and get on right into BetOnline's 2022 preseason Heisman odds watch list. Now, we'll say for those of you who are seeing the list currently on YouTube, these odds may not be the same by the time you visit BetOnline. Just want to make that quick disclaimer real quick. But an overall point that I want to make with this list is that the odds makers are so predictable with these kinds of lists, but a massive part of it is due to to the national media being infatuated with prestige and brand recognition, amongst other factors, which I'll get more into in just a little bit. But for those of you who are listening to this on audio podcasts, here are some of the names to note. C.J. Stroud is listed as the favorite on this watch list, with his odds being listed at plus 300. Bryce Young, the 2021 Heisman Trophy winner, is listed with the third best odds at plus 500. Will Anderson, who is the only defensive player on the list, is tied for the fourth best odds at plus 2,500. Now, here are some names that are going to be absolute head scratchers to probably every single one of you listening to the show. DJ Uyunglele, the quarterback for Clemson, the man who is projected to probably be the starter again heading into this season, is listed with the eighth best odds at plus 3,300. I just want to remind y'all real quick, this is the same quarterback who last year threw more interceptions than touchdowns in 2021. And yes, this man, I think, started every single game this past season. Then you have the following players who are tied for the 13th best Heisman odds at plus 5,000. Anthony Richardson, who last season scored a third of his 2021 touchdowns against South Florida, who was a two-win team last year and he also completed less than 60% of his passes Quinn Ewers is another name he has literally never started a game as a college quarterback and he might not be guaranteed the starting job in Austin this fall based on what I've been hearing out of fall camp 
with the Longhorns. And then there's Will Levis, who threw 13 interceptions last fall, tied for the most in the SEC, and he only twice threw for more than 192 yards against Power 5 competition. 192 yards, y'all. That is not very many in today's age in college football. Now, Spencer Rattler, for reference, is listed behind these guys being tied for the 18th highest odds on Ben Online's preseason Heisman watch list. And right now, his odds are listed at plus 6,600 as of this recording. Now, before I get into where Rattler should be slotted on this list, I want to get my thoughts on some of these other guys being as high as they are. Now, let me reemphasize real quick. I did mention earlier, these lists are inherently predictable. Pretty much after you watch about four to five years of college football, maybe even just one or two years, you have a pretty good idea every year of who is going to be on the Heisman watch list. You can probably just throw darts on a dartboard and you would probably be able to compile at least three quarters of it on your own. But a massive part of it is due to the media being infatuated with charismatic individuals, good storylines, and prestige or brand recognition. Programs who are considered to be the elite of the elite in college football, or at least were at some point in their program's history and have remained relevant because of it. Now, my first point with this, DJ Uyangale, Anthony Richardson, and Quinn Ewers don't deserve to be on any Heisman list, but they are there because of the team name and logo they wear on Saturdays. Let's be honest. If DJ Uyangale didn't play for the Clemson Tigers, who have won two out of the last five or six national championships, would he be on this list? No, he wouldn't. Anthony Richardson, if he wasn't wearing blue and orange for the Florida Gators, would he be on this list? No, he wouldn't. Quinn Ewers, if he didn't play for the Texas Longhorns, who still believe that there is nothing bigger than Texas in terms of college football, would he be on this list? Absolutely not. So let's just get that out of the way first and foremost. My second point, Will Levis is on this list because he plays quarterback for a team that the college football base, for the most part, can get behind. A team that some people view as having punched above their weight significantly for the last few years, but have had some really good seasons with the Kentucky Wildcats. And he's also a guy who's an inherently interesting individual because he's a little bit eccentric in terms of his nutrition. He puts mayo in his coffee, for gosh sakes. I don't know anyone that does that. And if I did, I probably would not be friends with them. He also eats bananas with the peel on them. I mean, really, who on earth does that? It's inherently compelling for media members to talk about. Now, despite everything that I did just say about the media, the odds makers aren't absolved of criticism entirely here. While they do have their own sources, obviously, to help them come up with some of the odds they list for these subsequent players. The odds makers rely on the media for information like players and teams to watch, storylines to follow, and also, of course, which Blue Bloods may be primed for a national or conference title run that season. So with all of this bearing in mind, what are Rattler's realistic odds to win the Heisman Trophy? Where should he actually be slotted on this list compared to all the other guys that I just mentioned? Well, I'm going to get into all of that and more in just a couple of moments. But before I do, I do need to talk to y'all real quick about BetOnline.net, who is the sponsor for today's show. BetOnline.net is the fastest and the easiest way to check out all of your betting needs. You can find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source 
for odds, lines, and games, along with reviews and news of every league. This includes Major League Baseball. It's getting near the end of the regular season. Can the Mets hold off the Braves in the National League East? The wild card race for the National League could be really interesting. And then you also have the NFL, where yes, you can indeed bet on preseason games. Funny enough. You can also bet on the NBA, the NHL, combat sports, golf, and yes, even eSports. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering needs, including live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered in all areas. So be sure to head over to their website today, or you can use your mobile device to learn the latest about the trends and action. Because as always, BetOnline is where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks podcast and segment two of today's show. Before I continue, just want to real quickly thank y'all once again for listening to the Locked On Gamecocks podcast where we cover Gamecock sports every single day. All right, so now let's move on to Spencer Rattler in terms of where he was slotted from Bet Online's preseason Heisman watch list. So where should he fall on this list is the main question. And in my opinion, the answer is simple. Rattler should definitely be top 10 on BetOnline's Heisman odds for multiple reasons. And I'll pull up the list real quick again for those of you who are watching this on YouTube so that you can compare to the guys who are currently listed in their top 10. Now getting to the reasons why Rattler should be listed in the top 10. Number one, he's a quarterback. Now I'm not trying to be positionist here in terms of, you know, discriminating against guys who played running back, who played wide receiver, who play on defense, because obviously every player plays a big role in these football games. But y'all, we have to be honest. In reality, whether we like it or not, or it's right or not, the Heisman Trophy's pretty much become a quarterback award besides your off years where you have like a wide receiver winning it like Devontae Smith back in 2020. And running backs and defensive players are going to have an extremely hard time winning the Heisman in today's college football, which is all about the passing game on the offensive side of the ball. Another reason why Rattler should be in the top 10 on this watch list is he's actually proven himself for a full season against Power 5 competition. Look, in 2020, a COVID pandemic season, unlike any other in college football history, this man went out there as the starting quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners, following in the footsteps of guys like Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, who both won Heisman trophies in their own right, and Jalen Hurts, who was a highly accomplished college football quarterback and is now the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFL. He went in after all these guys in that kind of a season and went on to complete 67.5% of his passes, 3,031 passing yards he threw for. 34 total touchdowns, and just seven interceptions. I know what happened in 2021, and I know that some of you want to just use your recency bias and just look at the one season where, yes, Rattler did have a down year. He did not play up to his full potential, and he made some mistakes in some of these ball games, and of course got benched even against the likes of Texas, who had a horrific defense last year. I get all that. But it's not like the guy just forgot how to play football all together. But of course, as I mentioned, we live in a microwave society these days, and the media is one of the worst proponents of this because they are always looking at what has happened lately. They don't care about what's happened two years earlier, three years earlier. They're just looking at what happened in the last calendar year for the most part. And because of that, 
it has hurt Rattler's image considerably this offseason with a lot of the college football base and the fans of other teams due to his sophomore slump and how it has been portrayed. Now, my overall point, when you compare Spencer Rattler's resume to guys like DJ Uyunglele, Anthony Richardson, Quinn Ewers, Jackson Dart even of Ole Miss, Will Levis, and Tyler Van Dyke of Miami, who apparently is going to be now the second coming, basically, down there, is it better to have faith in quarterbacks who have shown only glimpses in parts of a season, like some of these guys have, or have never started a football game in their college career like Quinn Ewers, but have all the potential supposedly in the world? Or is it better to have faith in a quarterback who has shown glimpses of being one of the best quarterbacks in the entire country over the course of an entire season and is someone who can clearly return to that kind of production if he's in the right situation. I think I would take the latter option 10 times out of 10 every day of the week. All right, now for the final part of today's show. It's time to now answer the question, can Spencer Rattler win the Heisman Trophy? And if so, what does he have to do in order to win it? My overall answer, the short answer I should say, is this. I think Spencer Rattler has a chance to win the Heisman. But I will admit also, he would have to do a lot in order to make that happen. A lot of things would have to take place in order for him to accomplish this. So let's first of all look at the stat line. What would his stat line need to look like if he wanted to win the Heisman Trophy, even be just a finalist, really, and go to New York? Well, to preface with the stat line that I projected he would need in order to win the Heisman, I looked back at the past 10 Heisman Trophy winners, dating all the way back to when Johnny Manziel won the Heisman from Texas A&M back in 2012. I took the eight quarterback winners out of those 10, took their stat lines, and then took an average of all of them combined with completion percentage, passing yards, passing touchdowns, and you can pretty much figure out the rest from there. So if Spencer Rattler were able to get this following stat line, I think that he would have a very good shot to win the Heisman. A 69.8% completion percentage, 3,980 passing yards, 38 passing touchdowns, 6 interceptions or less, 639 rushing yards, and 10 rushing touchdowns. If he were to do that, Rattler, in my opinion, would have a great chance to win. This is the average of the past eight quarterbacks who have won the Heisman Trophy. Now, let's talk about which stats are feasible for Spencer Rattler to accomplish and which ones are not as feasible. For completion percentage, I think that this one is very feasible. Spencer Rattler already has a career 70% plus completion percentage from his time at Oklahoma. So you can tell that for the most part, he normally makes very good decisions and he puts the ball in a spot where his receivers can go, obviously make a play or make the catch. So I think that he wouldn't have any issues with this. 3,980 passing yards. This may surprise some people who aren't South Carolina fans specifically. I think that Spencer Rattler would have an outside chance to accomplish this number. I'm going to tell you all right now, for those who are South Carolina fans, you know this. This offense at the skill positions, I've talked about this before. In my opinion this season, 
is much deeper than they were last year. You look at wide receiver and the guys that we have there and that we've added. And then you look at running back and tight end as well. South Carolina has got a multitude of weapons at every skill position on the football field and now have a quarterback that has some of the best arm talent we could find in America. So could he throw for 3,980 passing yards? Absolutely, I think he could. 38 passing touchdowns. This, in my opinion, might be a little bit more difficult for Spencer Rattler to accomplish. I know that he's thrown for 28 passing touchdowns before one season back in 2020, but I do also think that the way that Shane Pippen wants this offensive philosophy to work, he wants us to have also a solid running game with the passing game. And I would think that would especially include the red zone. And when you have guys like Marshawn Lloyd, Christian Beal Smith, Juju McDowell, Dante Miller, Rashad Amos, Lovacia Carroll, and others as well. DJ Twitty, one of the better walk-on running backs I think you could find. I think that South Carolina would definitely like to run the football if they get inside an opponent's 10-yard line more often than not. So 38 passing touchdowns, that might be hard to do. Six interceptions or less. I will admit, if Rattler plays like he did last season, he will not be able to accomplish this. He'll probably end up throwing somewhere between 9 and 11 interceptions. If Rattler plays like he did, however, in 2020, and just isn't as carefree with the football, then I think he could do this. It just depends on, honestly, which Spencer Rattler we end up seeing from a decision-making standpoint on whether or not you live to fight another down and just throw it away or take off running, or if he tries to make a play and be Superman and just throw it up in double or triple coverage. Now for the rushing stats, 639 rushing yards. Yeah, I'm sorry. Rattler's not going to get that. Connor Shaw, I don't think, ever rushed for that many rushing yards. I think he had like one year where he had over 550 rushing yards, maybe two, but Spencer Rattler's not a pure dual threat quarterback. He's not a guy like a Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray who can just make defenses absolutely pay with his legs. Now, he can take off running and scramble if he needs to, and he will, but I don't think that Rattler is going to look to do that too terribly often. I could see him maybe reaching a little over 300 rushing yards, which would be a little less than maybe half that number, but 639, yeah, I'm sorry, that's not happening. And then 10 rushing touchdowns, same deal. If Rattler's not going to be running the ball as often, looking like a dual-threat quarterback or playing like a dual-threat quarterback, then he's not going to get 10 rushing touchdowns. Again, I could see maybe getting somewhere between 4 to 6, maybe just out, purely out of just scrambling inside the red zone against South Carolina's opponents, but again, otherwise, don't see him hitting that number. Now, from a team accomplishment standpoint, what would Spencer Rattler have to help the Gamecocks do in 2022 to give himself a chance to win the Heisman? Well, simply put, the Gamecocks would have to pretty much shock the world. They would have to win the SEC championship, guaranteed. Most of the guys that I just mentioned earlier, the past eight Heisman Trophy winners who were quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, I don't believe, won a conference championship with Louisville. And I believe there's another quarterback who also didn't win a conference championship with their team as well. Spencer Rattler, for the most part, would probably have to lead South Carolina at the minimum to the SEC championship game to be in Heisman consideration. Because again, the Heisman Trophy and the way it's viewed these days, it is a trophy where you have to be one of the best players on one of the best teams. You can't be a team that wins like nine games and be guaranteed to win the Heisman. That used to be the case. You used to be able to pull that off. But now, you're just not going to be able to be on a team that wins like 9-10 games, doesn't make it to your own conference title game, but yet win the Heisman Trophy. It's just not going to happen. So, we would have to win the SEC Championship game, probably, and 
In this hypothetical, that would probably mean South Carolina would have to make the college football playoff if Rattler were to be strongly considered enough for the Heisman Trophy. So, overall, could Spencer Rattler win the Heisman Trophy? Yeah, I think he could. I think he has shown potential. And listen, the guy wouldn't have been talked up for the Heisman Trophy in 2021 if people didn't believe he didn't have the capabilities to do it. Now, again, obviously, Spencer Rattler did have a fall from grace in certain aspects in 2021. He did not do well in certain areas like his decision-making, like his mental clock, his mental clock being all messed up from Oklahoma's pass protection not being that great in 2021. There are certain things that he definitely would have to correct at South Carolina if he wanted to make this happen. But to say there's absolutely unequivocally no chance of it happening, you would be wrong there. There's absolutely a chance. And let's be honest, if DJ Uyunglele has a chance, if Will Levis has a chance, if Anthony Richardson from Florida has a chance, and if Quint Ewers, who has never started a college football game and may not even be the Longhorn starter in week one, has a chance, then Spencer Rattler sure as heck has a chance to win the Heisman Trophy in 2022. But with that being said, y'all, that is going to do it for today's show of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast. I hope that y'all thoroughly enjoyed today's show. As always, what are your thoughts on this hypothetical? If Spencer Rattler was going to win the Heisman Trophy, what do you think he would have to do? Do you think that maybe some of his stats would need to be even better than I mentioned earlier? What are your thoughts on where some of these other guys are slotted on Bet Online's 2022 preseason Heisman watch list with Anthony Richardson, DJ Uyangale, or is there other guys on that list that you have issues with being slotted where they are? I do want to hear your thoughts down below, as always, in the comments section if you're watching this on YouTube. But of course, if you're listening to this show on an audio podcast app, wherever you get your podcast daily, you can also feel free to shoot me a message at a lion underscore SC on Twitter, and I'll be sure to respond to any replies or comments that you have for me as quickly as I see them. And if you've enjoyed the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast and you want to get more on the entire SEC conference, then make Lockdown SEC your second listen every day, where host Chris Gordy and the local experts of Lockdown take you across the entire SEC in just 30 minutes. So again, make Lockdown SEC your second listen after, of course, the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast. But once again, y'all, that's going to do it for me on today's show. Hope you all have a great rest of your Tuesday, and I'll catch you on the next show of the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast.